let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made of Students podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, my guy. So what are you telling me, bro? How you doing? I'm all good, my guy, man. I'm all good. Out right, here, another day, another dollar. Indeed, indeed, indeed. That is how we are moving. We are struggling to ensure that our future generations can struggle purposefully. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a bit of struggle, but when that struggle is, hasn't got purpose, when that struggle hasn't got any, doesn't stand for anything, when that struggle just stands for fabrication and deprivation, then there's no point. But when that struggle can lead to purposeful, intentful outcomes, then, you know, we can start to see and measure measure it. But yeah. Yeah. Every day, daily struggles. Every day. Um, and then it's January and, and and in some sports such as the like football globally, there's a transfer window where players can um be traded as such, sold and bought and move over to different sides and become the opposition of the original teams that they were that they were previously playing for and this is something that is particular yeah. to the sport of football or and like other sports to be fair team sports this is something that can happen when it's not necessarily national however should the trading of of of, of personnel be happening in the houses of parliament in the houses of in the house of commons where we have mps that are are voted and elected based on their parties is it ethical for people to just walk over to the polarizing sites and then to be accepted by Keith? <laughs> by Starmer? <laughs> Starmer? Uh, hey, uh. When I saw that, yeah, when I saw the Labour Party announcing, announcing them like a player for Man United, you know, like how Man United do their extravagant player announcements oh, just for those and players. They end up being flops anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they up being flops anyway, man. Just for, just for, just that's how that they announced a Tory de, um, deject. Yeah. A Tory deject into the Labour Party, welcoming them with open hands at the, at the same time, having removed the whip from Jeremy Corbyn, the ex leader of the Labour Party, having removed his membership essentially to stand as a Labour MP in the Houses of Commons, they will now welcome in an individual who has categorically demonstrated his morals and ethics by voting and by voting for many, many policies that go against, for example, he voted for, to increase the national insurance, to, to make cuts to universal child tax credits, to pretty much to minimize and stop free school meals. This individual has categorically proven through his actions of vote that he does not subscribe 
to the morals or the ethics of the of the labor base it's ridiculous it doesn't make any sense to me bro i'll be real with you it will be like messi playing that free-flowing football in barcelona that tiki taka and then joining burnley that is just long balls and uh, long, long balls and keeping it keeping it short so I don't understand it, bro. This is like, for me, it reveals more and more the the fallacy that is like democrat uh, democratic poli- politics. And this two party system, it shows more and more why this two party system just doesn't work. You can't like, you know, this is how I see it. All MPs are duly elected by their constituents, yeah, to represent their constituencies. Exactly. So if you're, if you've been, you know, if you're, for example, you know, Diane Abbott, uh, MP for the North, Northern, North Hackney and Stoke Newington, you know, yes. it's like her saying, oh, I'm not fucking with Keir Starmer and then go look or join the Conservatives. It just doesn't make any sense because, yeah, can you imagine? You don't, one, you don't stand for a constituency whose ideology aligns with the conservatism. So how can you just up and leave to join another party? Again, it's just all about bolstering numbers for the competitor. That's all it is. I would rather... Um, what's my man called again? Who? The guy that... Christian Wakeford. Christian Wakeford is the Tory MP that joined Labour. Christian Wakeford. I would rather a man like Christian say, I'm not fucking with Boris no more. Just become an independent. An independent. Because I reckon that's even more powerful. Because then you're representing your constituents fully. Cause that's you. That's you. Don't, no, there's no no whip, no no uh, uh, pressure from other MPs from within your party. You're representing your constituents as an independent, or form your own party, or form your own party. But then leaving to go and join Labour, especially when your record <laughs> is so like anti-Labour policies, how does that make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. And that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't go with the protocol either, and it's honestly it's ironic because. Christian Wakeford, Wakeford also voted to pass legislation that stated when a member of um, parliament dejects from their party, um, that by-elections should be held. Which I is, agree, and uh, bro, which, I fully agree with this that, sh- that should take place, seeing as people particularly vote for parties in this case, you know. Christian, Christian Wakeford said that, yeah? Christian, yeah, yeah, Wakeford, yeah, he said that. Bro, and so as the irony is, obviously, now he's probably going to be, uh, he's going to probably survive and stay an MP because that, so that, that policy didn't go through. Um, I don't believe it did. Well, and the thing is, I think that policy is actually, it's so true. I think that's the, I think that's the right thing to do. I think if you're an MP and you've left the, the party that you represent, or you, want, you wish to leave the party you represent, I think there should be a by-election. Yeah. And you should stand again. I 100% agree with that. Because people should have a chance to decide. That's what democracy 100%. Because, bro, we know we live in a, we live in a, a, a country where, you know, people, the fact that we have um, uh, uh, safe seats and stuff yeah. is ridiculous to me. That shouldn't be the case. There shouldn't be no such thing as safe seats like certain constituents that voted uh, uh, conservatives for like the last 100 years and stuff. And then they place their Tory darlings in those seats just so they can win a seat so they can be put into the government. These times you, you have people that are represent M- constituents that they've never ever met. They never ever grew up in these areas. I think that should also be a law as well. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be able to be an MP 
of a particular constituency unless you grew up within like 10 miles of that area or something like that. It's like someone coming that has lived in France all their life and then becoming the prime minister, the prime minister of the, of the United Kingdom. How would they know what the issues are that are facing the British public? How would they know how to properly represent that constituency having not, or the whole country having not been born, raised there, or understanding the culture or the ethics? That is another form of colonialism. If anything, I'll call it local colonialism, the way that they're, they're moving. They're pretty much just, just installing puppet figures domestically. So it's no, so it's no surprise where, when claims are made that these same political figures are agents that are advocating for people to pretty much go over and pretty much be installed as puppet figureheads in these other post-colonial colonial, um, like states. Like what happened all over South Africa, where they where the Americans came and intervened, and then and then pretty much uh, propped up puppets and puppet and manipulated figures of a state using tactic a tactical tactical campaigns of pretty much mass control. And at, at the end of the day, now what is what we're hap- what we're seeing is a direct lack disdain for consent. We're seeing a direct disdain for consent from the political class. The political class no longer require the consent of the public. It is a form of ideological, like forced penetration, forcing the representation of of people that do not align with you to pretty much speak on behalf of you. It's another form of muzzling. This is not what universal suffrage was fought over, fought for over that those years of struggle and hardship. And, and it's not been long since that it was fought for. And, you know, speaking of, like, the kind of that state of our government, on our last episode, we reported Boris was apologising. And then the PMQ's Prime Minister question time takes place in the Houses of Parliament, in particular the House of Commons. And then we see a real unapologetic Boris Johnson behaving like, like pretty much clown slash master manipulator in, in the house, clearly showing that his apology for those parties and for his breaches, claiming his argument saying that nobody told him, even though he's the guy that tells people, he's the one that makes the rules. Saying totally not caring, like, again, it shows the traits of a true fascist party. This is something we've seen during the unfortunate Hitler regime, you know, and it won't be, it won't, we don't have to wait for a matter of this unfolding before the dots connect and draw the whole picture. Most of the picture has already been outlined and ha- has, been, has been drawn. And, and at this point here, people really have to ask themselves, what side of history do they want to be on? <laughs> you know? This I, is it. This is it. Because the apology, we, we, you know, we've obviously really discussed the apology and we thought the apology was... Was was disingenuous, disingenuous, disingenuous. Sorry, uh, we, uh, you know, he, he just said it because he knew he had to come out and show face and say something. And whole time, oh, there's a Labour MP that got onto him and said, uh, "Does the MP, does the Prime Minister accept that? Like, <laughs> that he's not trying to show the British public that he's not only stupid, but he's also like um, a liar or something like that." Yeah, her. I can't I don't know her name. I'll get her name for the next episode. But um yeah, 
Bro, it's it's true. And I think you made a great point off air where you said uh, what this is doing, it's setting a very, very scary precedent where the M where the prime minister of this country can actively go against the nation and his party and do something blatantly illegal at the time, not even just wrong, but illegal, and come out and lie. Bro, this that's like the biggest, like the biggest uh, uh, gaslighting ever. Mm-hmm. The, the, bro, the, that the gaslighting is is actually quite worrying. And you think to yourself, right? Like, if this guy survives by, I give it to the end of Feb. I think I would, I would say end of this month, but I have to give it end of Feb because I really think he's a, he's savvy in that way. And I think the whole thing about being a bumbling idiot again, we've talked we've talked about this. It's all ploy. It's all fake. It's it's, it's to it's to allow you a false sense of 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 of, of uh. And what, what's that word? What's that saying? False sense of what? Entitlement? No. Um, I'm not too sure. False sense of security or something like that. Yeah. And then. Um, but it is all a play. He has, a, you know, and it was interesting. So a man that came from the the, the broadsheets and stuff, the broadsheets have uh, been turning on him, and they've all, you know, they're all calling for his head and calling him to go. But I guess the broadsheets, you know, they're 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 fickle, and they 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 see that this man is losing power, and he has to he has to uh, let go of his position. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like, yeah, it's it's desperate. It's 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 sleaze. It's corrupt and. His whole, his whole like executive team, Savid Javid, Rishi Sunak, and Preta Patel are just as fascist and just as dangerous, if not more dangerous than he is, as they are the direct agents that are pushing through these policies that are clearly, clearly aimed at marginalising and dis, dis and the, the disenfranchising a huge part of the population. Just yeah. recently, they've just pushed through. Uh, um, a policy that will pretty much stop people from voting, the most poorest, most vulnerable, the most desperate, the most in need of representation. They have now pretty much stopped them from being able to to vote by putting through this policy of requiring voter ID. When in the last hundred years or so, there was only one reported case of voter fraud. And for them to put through such a huge policy that impacts over two million people in, mm-hmm. in Britain over over a, a heinous one-time incident is even more more heinous than the than the than the original incident itself of voter fraud. It's, it's it's disgusting. It's vile and it's a it's a full attack once again. And um and yeah, it just does it just doesn't end there. And um yeah, so just to go back to the MP question. That mentioned that, that said that Boris Johnson asked Boris Johnson at the MQ to be stupid if, if he's um, gone to the public to plead his case of stupidity rather than just lying, than simply lying. Her name is called uh, Dame Diane, I think her name is Johnson as well. <laughs> <laughs> Dame Diana Johnson, she's a The only Johnson that we acknowledge, bro. That's the only Johnson we acknowledge. DJ, BDJ. <laughs> only, only Johnson we acknowledge is Diane, bro. Yeah. Hold tight, Dame, Dame Diane Johnson. Yeah. yeah, man, it's ridiculous, bro. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, and yeah, like to go off British party politics and to kind of speak on, like, boy, when I first heard the slogan, like, Black Lives Matter, when Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, 
I was kind of like thinking, okay, cool. You know, when you say when Black Lives Matter, all lives matter, does that mean that lives don't matter now because Black Lives don't matter? Which obviously I'll still be like, well, yeah, because obviously you don't value life. But when I looked into it deeper, I kind of recognized that on a global scale of kind of like through Western franchising and through, through Western dogma that is, that, is, that is also clearly evident today in kind of like East, the Eastern sphere as well, speaking, speaking like Asia, that the, the anti-blackness regime that is an agenda that, that has pretty much, that has gripped this globe is, is, is very, very alarming. And it's clear to see that this, this kind of like global agenda is called, has caused a real sickness within the global population, you know, and the sickness will only continue to increase until it's fully tackled head on and ripped, ripped out of, of Earth, <laughs> you know, of planet Earth. And by mm-hmm. the day, it's clear to see that, yeah, when Black Lives Matter, all lives will truly matter. You know. Well, it's funny. It's, it's funny, bro, because like we, you know, we've discussed, we've discussed obviously these topics in in depth in like previous episodes, particularly around the uh, Black Lives Matter protests of the summer of twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, twenty twenty, unit. Bloody hell, years going fast, man. So yeah, um, you know, and it it's, it comes down to anti blackness has literally been packaged and shipped across the world, bro, and it's crazy because obviously you're referring to. A video that's circulating the internet of some Chinese. To me, it looks like like a football. It looks like a football game where football players are coming off the, the exactly. yeah 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 off, off a coach and Chinese players are literally shouting like the n word at them like with hard r. They're literally just getting onto them like and it's mad. It's like rah like and one of the players has just stood stood there and watched them like is this really happening? Um, and the irony this this is the most ironic thing about anti blackness, bro, is that some of the most some countries who are the most anti-black don't even have large populations of black people there and that's why it's so crazy to me like there's not even black people in these some of these countries oh no not that there's not but there's not large there's not enough of a population for them to be have this this, this, this and again that's not me saying that places where there is a population that they should be yeah, black. yeah. yeah but i'm saying like it's crazy to me like you go to some experience of direct contact with black yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like, where is this learned from Mm-hmm. So where's this learned from? Obviously, this is learned from the media. This is learned from whatever music, maybe. This is learned from television, books, all that kind of stuff. Bro, you can go to some rural part of, like, Romania somewhere, walk down the street. And again, okay, I appreciate it. there's also a, 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 um, uh, a, um, a part of it where it's about the unknown or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the unknown, like, oh, right, like, oh, where are you from? It's literally aggressiveness and then literally... Uh, 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 throwing insults at you, particularly the N word. Yeah, so it, it's it's mad. It's mad, you know. And you know, obviously, bruv, my view is that people shouldn't, black people shouldn't go anywhere that they're not they're not loved and cherished, in my opinion. But obviously, you know, I appreciate some of these men go off to China and make the bag, and I'm all here for making the bag. You know, I'm really am. So, you know, obviously, I should I should make the bag and then get be getting the sword at the same time. But it's um it's it's mad. And I'll be interested to see if if this was in fact a Chinese Premier League or Chinese football game, whatever, what the Chinese FA will do about it, if they will do anything about it. Yeah. 
you know, I think that the, 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 the sad thing about black players and black people that live in these kind of countries is that they don't have the same sort of like pressure groups that we do. Like, you know, in the UK, we're fortunate we have, because of obviously uh, the history of, the, the rich history of black players in this country, both domestic and abroad, we have like, you know, kick it out and, and, and you know, the Black Footballers uh, Association and all this kind of stuff. Whereas in China, I'm sure like, that's probably just a thing that's told them, oh, don't worry about it, it's, it's, it's done. Nothing's going to happen to these people. Just shut up, you know them ones. Yeah, yeah, no, literally, almost, almost shut up and dribble. That's what's almost going to happen. Uh, again, it's very, very sad. Very, very sad. And there's been bare black, sick black footballers have gone over to China in, in the last couple of years. And again, let's not even say this only happens in China. I'm sure it happens. It happens, but well, we know it happens in Europe. It happens in this country. So, you know, it's um, it's a shame. It's a and real shame. For me, and for me as well, having having like be in China and having themselves gone through go like having themselves have people from their population go through like anti-Asian hate and like especially even like heightened since with 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 COVID Wuhan flu originating in China or Trump I mean Donald Trump as well during that time almost increasing the kind of what like volatility towards towards that demographic themselves having seen you know, directly see what it's like in the media for the media to persecute them based on their race and heritage, having complained and being saddened and empathised with the fact that this is that that, that was wrong and that, that they, they don't want it themselves don't want to go for that feeling. So for them to be able to just turn around and do that themselves towards another group is 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 uh, ludicrous and lunatic, you know. And it's something that, like you said, it will be interesting to find out exactly how the Chinese FA have, have reacted and responded to that incident and such incidences and how they will in the future and um, to, see, to see where that will go. And like you said, here in Britain, there is more of that kind of like those pressure groups and organisations that are there to better protect and represent the interests of black footballers, black athletes and um, black people as a whole. And then, um, you know, speaking on that, Almost in that type of in that in that type of um, direction, is is it, it is definitely like in this generation. I say like generation. What what is it? Is it the millennials or millennials now coming into oh, their, their their reigns of full adulthood in the thirties? Yeah, millennials. I guess yeah, millennials. I guess we're Gen adulthood. Oh yeah, the nineties. The children of the nineties. I think that's millennials. Well, millennials are like eighties, late eighties, early nineties. Uh, are, are, who, who are the boom, who are the boomers? The boomers, I think, are the seventies or sixties. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah, so, I've never really understood that thing, to be honest with you. But pretty much, it's coming up to um, it's coming up to the time where pretty much people born people born in the nineties are kind of like coming coming of age. Yeah. You know? Coming of age where, where it, the actions, behaviors, and um, intentions really can and will make have an impact on the shape of the world. It's yeah. it's no more being eighteen and being ignored, being twenty five and not having a huge influence. It's now being being thirty, being late twenties, being early thirties, being mid thirties, and now it's the time really where 
the conversation that the conversations that are being had at the pub that are being had like like at the after party sessions that are being had at family gatherings that are being had at in these places where influence influence and influence and thought is challenged like it's time to really take some responsibility and recognize the authority that's present having been alive for x amount of years coming up coming up to when political change is is needed and necessary especially from an outdated and outdated inefficient model that it is now and the impacts of that is that kind of like our generation of of like of black of black people of black diasporan people it's time to really start to recognize just how much coming together and organizing will have an impact in terms of economic decisions like this is the time when we are buying houses buying homes decide making real big economic impact by changing the ge- geography reacting to gentrification of london and those those areas that historically had quite large black demographics that are now being moved out. It's now time to recognize that there is a current, there is a pressure, and pretty much organize in order to not get swept away by that pressure. Organize in order to, okay, there is a current, but we can also direct the direction, direct the, the flow in which which we go with this current. And we could choose to anchor. And stand your ground and anchor as a whole, or choose to select select the course for for new newer greener pastures, where we recognise that our presence, regardless, seems to just always increase increase the value of whatever area whatever area it is. Like look yeah. at look at the value of Hackney that has gone through the roof where those those are large demographic of black people. Look at look at your Brixtons, look at your West Londons, all of these areas now, what's happened is is that after all of the cultural influence, they've now become a gentrified place that has been has been taken over. So we need to recognize that that, that we have that power and utilize yeah. it and acknowledge that, you know, yeah. It is very wrong gentrification and the way gentrification is done. However, what it's highlighting is just how how positive of an impact <laughs> being black is on the geography of an area and being black as a collective <laughs> and having been where, where the black imprint is seems to be where gold is. You know, yeah. shout, out, shout out to the gold, you know, like Gold Coast, shout out to like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's yeah. where raw minerals clearly are, where black people step. The land yeah. of value burn becomes necessary and needed. So why is there so much hate? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Even forget that, but let's recognize that. We must recognize that. Where black people step, the ground and the soil value goes up. Yeah. It's just- true. I agree, bro. Why? No, bro. It's true. We we really, we really, we really inject areas with with him. Because it's true, bro. Like, yeah, think if you think, but yeah, like you said, Brixton. Bristol, uh, uh, Hackney, everywhere, bro. Tottenham, and then now these areas become attractive, and we just give we, we it's almost like we we give these areas like credibility. So I'm trying to say, full, full, full credibility, and like, and and yeah, we prop up, prop it up. So we need to recognize that and utilize that kind of natural, that kind of yeah, that that natural 
talent and skill of ours to benefit our our wider ourselves and our wider community. And it, and, it, and and yeah, just recognize yourself, Black Queen. Recognize yourself, Black King. This is this is this is what it is, and and this is this is what we must recognize so we can move and wield it in a way that is beneficial to to, to us, the wider community, and um, yeah, and, and our and future generations. Maybe. And then yeah, man, I believe the news made us do that. Definitely made us do that.